Welcome, world, to Tell Me Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty-bitty pieces so I can understand it better, and maybe you can too. I'm your host, Sean Townley. Today, we're going to be talking about, with money, whether to buy stuff versus experiences. Now, stuff is things you purchase, goods and such. It's uh, widgets, thingamabobs, whatever you want to call them, guilty pleasures. Sometimes we buy things just because we enjoy shopping. And then there's experiences. These are services you purchase or vacations or trips, things that you're not going to have to find somewhere to store once you're done. I guess if you go on a trip and you buy a lot of things, then you get back into the stuff pile again. But uh, when you say yes to one thing, you're basically saying no to everything else. So just keep that in mind. So whether you, you value stuff versus experiences, then you're going to have to make a choice somewhere. Do you want to keep adding on to stuff you're going to have to find a place for? Or do you want the the world experiences that are out there, maybe some services that make you happy, bring you joy? So the case for stuff, it's tangible. Hopefully at this point you're buying quality over quantity, although I can see where quantity would be fun too, depending on what you're buying. If you're going out and buying a bunch of clothes, maybe quantity is fun. I know sometimes that there are clothing lines that... Um, pride themselves on a couple of uses, and then you're done. Kind of disposable, so to speak. Or you can buy quality, right? So if you're buying stuff, you have to determine whether you want quality or quantity in in what what means more to you going forward. Quality is probably going to be more expensive, so you'll be able to buy less of it, but it'll be what you get will be good stuff versus quantity. You can buy it cheaply or made, you know, this probably goes into your value system too, whether you want something that is handmade versus something that is made in a sweatshop somewhere. And, uh, you know, if, if that doesn't bother you, then then maybe you don't care. But if it does bother you, if you have your values in a certain way, then you may want to consider quality over quantity. There's replacement versus addition that you have to consider for stuff. I mean, if it's a replacement, that's pretty straightforward, right? If I'm buying a an Apple Watch to replace my existing Apple Watch, but if you're just buying an additional Apple Watch, and I personally like to have two, I'm not going to lie. I did lose one the other day. It made me very sad. Then you have to decide whether this is a replacement thing that you're buying, and then you're going to have to find a place for it, or you won't have a place for or You won't have to find a place for it because you're already replacing something. Or if this is an addition to what you already have, and I know for some people that could be the clothes thing again, right? You only have so much closet space. So if you don't have very much closet space, you may have to find things that you're willing to give up, give to Goodwill, give to a friend, maybe sell on a service like OfferUp or Craigslist. Or, you know, because you just don't have the room for it unless you're willing to buy, you know, a bigger home. So, and then there's need or want. So is this a need? You know, is this an essential when we look at our spending plan? Or is this something that you want? This is a quality of life, you know. This is something that's going to, you feel like is going to bring you happiness or improve your quality of life somehow. That's something to consider when you're when you're buying stuff. And then, you know, what is value to you? And th- this goes down, this is kind of one of the age-old questions in my opinion. It doesn't matter what the price tag says because that's going to mean different things to different people. For, for some people, you know, a $100 shirt may be very expensive and it's not something that they would approach because, you know, they don't want to buy it. For other people, it's like, oh my gosh, that's the shirt I've been looking for for my entire life, 100 bucks, what a deal. So value is always going to be in the eye of the interpreter. 
And so that's why you want to be careful with what things cost. It's really what you're willing to say no to something else, like I was saying earlier. If you're saying yes to this purchase, then you're saying no probably to something else. So just keep that in mind. So what about the case for experience? You know, time. We talked about time, I believe, in our last podcast. You can always make more money. You cannot make more time. This is the great equalizer, right? Whether you're a billionaire or you're poor, then, you know, everybody has the same amount of time. Now, other people's lives can be longer. I'm not, I'm not going to get into that portion of it, but for what you have in time, it's going to be finite and you can't make more of it. So what do you want to experience during that time? Or is the stuff going to make you happy enough going forward? There's flow. That's when you get into that state of mind where you're enjoying something to the extent of, hey, I really enjoy doing this and time seems to fly by. And that could be a hobby. That could be something that doesn't require money, but it could be a service. You know, it could be playing golf. It could be painting, you know, and those things. And you know, so I realize there's some stuff involved with that. You know, you have to have some sort of equipment, but you can rent that. You don't have to own it. You could always borrow that or rent it and then be able to do it. And maybe, and then you're getting to spend time with others. So maybe if you have a, a friend or family member that also enjoys playing golf or painting, then you can share that with them. So that's an experience that you're having together. Travel, certainly another experience where people are in a different place than they would normally meet. And, you know, they're getting to spend time together and maybe learn more about the place, more about themselves and more about each other. So that's experiences. <clears throat> and how age, you know, kind of if, uh, kind of affects that. I know that when I was younger, stuff seemed to be more important. I seemed to measure myself by my stuff versus what other people have stuff-wise. And then as I got older, you know, I felt that experiences, because you, know, you feel when you get older that you have less time, that you needed to benefit from, you needed to maximize that time, I mean, not maximize the time, but you need to maximize what you're doing with that time so you can get the most out of that time. And that's something maybe you don't feel like when you're younger. So youth, you have time. You feel like you have all the time in the world. So maybe stuff is more, you know, you think about it as, hey, you know, maybe I do want stuff because I, I don't have anything. You know, normally when you're younger, you don't have as much money. So stuff is, is a bigger deal. Plus your peers are wearing different stuff. So maybe if you want to keep up with them, stuff is going to be the bigger deal. But as you mature, you know, maybe that loses a little bit of your desire. You don't, you don't need it as much. I mean, it, it totally could be the other way around. You know, you, you do want to keep up, have better toys, more expensive toys. You know, maybe boys are, are uh, <laughs> more guilty of this than girls. I don't know. Everybody has their own guilty pleasures. I can't speak to, to, to what, you know, what goes through a woman's mind. I've been trying to figure that out my entire life. But uh, anyway, as you get more mature, at least my friends and peers and family, it seems like experiences becomes more of the value. So going on trips, spending time with family, you know, even if it means, you know, having to pay for someone else to go with you because maybe they can't afford it, becomes more of a, a value proposition than owning more stuff. And also then recording the memories, right? You want to make sure that you have something that maybe you can even look back when you get even older. But you want to make sure you're enjoying the time that you're having together. So whatever experience it is, or it could be a massage, it could be other services, it could be not cleaning your house anymore. So to me, that's, that's a valuable resource. That's something that I care about, 
not having to spend the time. I'd rather be spending my time doing something or, or being with someone in another place. I do enjoy traveling. So at this point, you know, I think I value experiences more over, over stuff. In fact, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to understand what maybe even the minimal amount of stuff that I could have and still be happy. So that's another thought exercise, maybe something for another podcast. But I think at the end of the day, there's going to be a balance, right? You need some stuff. There's always going to be essential stuff. You need a home. You know, whether you rent it or own it, you're going to need a place to stay, to sleep, to feel secure. You're going to need clothes. You're going to need food. So those are going to be essential, and that's going to be stuff. That There's no, no way around that. I mean, unless your experience is you're constantly going to be traveling or maybe be on a perpetual cruise or something like that. So, I mean... And that, and that could be a balance too. But remember, when you're saying yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else. And you only get so much time, right? It doesn't matter how much money we have. It really boils down to time. You know, the money is just how much we can do with that time or the quality we can spend with it. You know, but you don't necessarily have to have money to have quality time. And we're reading a book, you can go to a library. You know, there's other things like taking a walk in nature. You know, it doesn't require a cost. You know, public parks, or even spending time with a friend. You know, you may have, if you go to dinner, you may have to pay for that. And that's an experience. So think about that. But you, you're never going to get that time back. So you may as well, you know, never eat alone. You know, make sure that you're maximizing your time with other folks. And then limited resources to decide, right? You know, you know money is, is going to be that limiting resource depending on what your options are going to be, how you're going to spend your time, you know, whether it's going to be working trading your life force, trading your your time to earn money. And then there's the other side of it, the, the one that people think about, like in retirement. And we've talked about FIRE. You know, how much of your time do you want to acquire resources? And then how much resources do you need to sustain, you know, a happy life? And that's a good thought exercise I would encourage you to do. Maybe try to figure out, what is it that makes me happy? Am I already happy and then I'm just trying to enhance that happiness? Who would I like to spend time with and what would it cost to be able to do that? Or, you know, do I enjoy giving things? Am I more of a stuff person? Do I enjoy giving gifts, receiving gifts? Am I in a time in my life where things seem to matter more than experiences? But either way, whether it's stuff or experiences, you can't take it with you. So make sure even as you get older in life, more mature, that you decide what you want to do with those. If you have those experiences, maybe write them down in a book or a journal. Maybe you could gift that for when you're gone, maybe to a family member or a friend that you spend a lot of time with. I think that would be a neat gift. I mean, that would be very unique, something you couldn't buy in a store. Or if you do, if you were more of a stuff type person, decide who's going to get it, create a will, be responsible, and... Um, you know, maybe leave them something that maybe they would treasure of from you. But just remember, you can't take it with you. So in recap, stuff versus experiences. You know, at this, at this stage in my life, I'm more of an experiences kind of guy. It's more important for me to spend time with others in, you know, hopefully traveling or, or doing things together and playing games and, you know, experiencing things together as opposed to acquiring stuff. I, when I was younger, I was definitely about acquiring stuff, especially when I didn't have as much money. So maybe I valued stuff up a little bit more. 
But there's find your balance. Whatever your balance is, remember when you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else, whether it's stuff or experiences. So keep that in mind. Hey, reach out to me. Let me know how you feel about stuff versus experiences. Are you more of a stuff person? Do you, do you really value experiences? Or do you feel like you're balanced? I would love to hear from you. Hey, reach out to me. You can reach out to me at townleadtech at gmail.com for my email. You can find me on LinkedIn at Sean Townley. You can find me on X, formerly Twitter, at Sean Townley. Or check out my website, seantownley.com. And hey, if you would like to help me support the channel here, if you like this podcast, you like what you listen to, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. But also, there is an opportunity for you to help me pay for this if you go to a link in, in the notes below and uh, consider maybe subscribing to, to the podcast so I can continue to make these. Until next time.